Hello and welcome to the Commander's Quarters. I'm your host, Mitch. Glad to have you here. Here at the Commander's Quarters, we're all about Commander on a Budget. Today, we've got an episode of Spare Change. The topics on these episodes can vary pretty widely, so stay tuned to see what's in store for this one. This show and episodes like this one are possible thanks to viewers like you. If you're looking for an easy way to help support this show, make sure that you like, share, and subscribe. Also, hit that bell notification icon so you don't miss any new episodes. And while you're at it, subscribe and review our podcast as well. You can also go check out our playmats and other merchandise at thecommandersquarters.com. Another easy way to support this show is with our TCG Player affiliate links. So whether you're buying a deck or individual cards, you can use this general link right here or one in the description. And the final way that you can support this show is by supporting us directly by becoming a patron. There are many benefits to being a patron, and I truly couldn't do this without all their support. Hey everyone, Mitch coming in from the Commander's Corps studio. Welcome to the show. So on today's episode, I'm going to be talking about red cards that break the color pie. Now, typically when you think about red cards, you might think about, you know, small hasty creatures, you know, damage-based spells, those kind of things. And these cards, they definitely do some things that are outside of what red normally does. So in my opinion, they break the color pie. Let's jump into them one at a time all to kind of talk about why, you know, they might be breaking the color pie. And then yeah, at the end, I'm going to ask your opinion on these cards. So let's jump in through them. Let's jump in through them. Let's go through them one at a time. Uh, first up, we've got Aether Membrane. It's a zero five wall with defender that costs one red red. It can block as though it had flying, so reach. Uh, whenever it blocks a creature, return that creature to its owner's hand at the end of combat. So first off, this is a wall that pretty much has reach in red, which I don't believe you typically see, but the kind of part that really stood out to me with this one is that when it blocks a creature, it bounces a creature, that creature back to its owner's hand. I mean, if you're thinking about kind of bouncing creatures back to hands, that's definitely something that you see in blue. I mean, white might have some effects where you're bouncing your own creatures back to your hand, but when it comes to bouncing your opponent's creatures, that is something that is really a blue kind of effect. So again, this kind of breaks the color pie, in my opinion, in multiple ways. Again, reach really isn't something you typically see in red. And then also, yeah, bouncing creatures when it blocks. Yeah, this is, yeah, this is something that definitely breaks the color pie, in my opinion. Now, a similar card that breaks the color pie in, you know, maybe even a bigger way, because it just kind of always happens. You know, you have to block with the Aether Manbind for that to happen. But this other one, Sting Scourger, Sting Scourger, uh, it's from saying that wrong, but it's a 2-2 Goblin Warrior with Echo of Echo for three in a red, and it costs one in a red. When it enters the battlefield, return to our creature and opponent controls to its owner's hand. So yeah, this straight up just, you know, you cast it, you bounce a creature. You know, obviously, if you want to keep it in play, you have to pay the echo cost or whatnot. But yeah, this is definitely a blue effect. You know, you've got, you know, um, plenty of blue creatures. They know that when they come into play, they bounce a creature back to the hand. That is not something that you really ever see in red. I mean, I can't, I can't think of any other creatures outside of this one that essentially does that effect. So yeah, this is, I mean, along with either membrane, both kind of bouncing creatures back to hands, that is very much a blue thing that they are breaking the color pie to do. Uh, one that also kind of takes a blue effect for its own is Shrieking Mog. Shrieking Mog is a 1-1 goblin with haste that costs one in red. When it comes into play, you tap all their creatures. So yeah, uh, tapping down creatures, bouncing creatures are pretty much exclusively in blue. I mean, actually tapping down creatures, I, I believe, is in white as well. But yeah, when it comes into play, tapping down all creatures, many of the things that I'm thinking about are either blue or white. So yeah, uh, giving red this on a creature is something that, you know, is, is pretty strange. You know, red has plenty of ways to get through in combat, you know, when it comes to, um, you know, making creatures, you know, uh, making creatures not be able to block and whatnot. But yeah, just strictly tapping down creatures is not something you typically see on red cards. So yeah, Shrieking Bog is definitely one that, in my opinion, breaks the color pie. 
Uh, the Brute is my next one that I want to bring up. It's an ore that costs one and a red. It gives the enchanted creature plus one plus zero, and you can pay red, red, red to regenerate enchanted creature. Now, there are plenty of colors in Magic that deal with regeneration. Um, you know, uh, ones that come to mind are white, black, and green. Uh, those each kind of really re deal with regeneration. Uh, red, not so much at all. I mean, I think there might be one other card, maybe two other cards in Magic that regenerate in red. This is an older card. I mean, some of these ones that I'm bringing up today are older cards, so maybe that's why, again, Wizards was trying to figure out kind of where certain things fit in the color pie. And yeah, red is definitely not where regeneration ended up. So yeah, this is kind of a strange one. Again, you're basically, you know, in a mono red deck, you can give any of your creatures the ability to regenerate. Yeah, three red is a lot to pay for that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it is, you know, something that definitely breaks the color pie and was pretty shocking when I saw it. I was like, wait, red, red has this somehow. So yeah, it's, it's pretty funny. Um, Aftershock is my next one I'm going to bring up. And this breaks the color pie a little bit. It's a source that costs two red red. It says destroy target artifact, creature, or land. Aftershock deals three damage to you. So destroying artifacts. Yes, red is definitely all about destroying artifacts. That's great. Destroying lands. Yes, red is all about destroying lands. Destroying creatures. No, red does not do that. Red, you know, can deal damage to creatures. Red can do kind of those kind of ways to take care of creatures. But just straight up destroying one? Nope, red does not do that. Now, obviously, kind of the red twist on this spell, I guess, is, okay, yeah, we'll give you the ability to destroy a creature. You're taking three damage because of that, so I can kind of see that. That kind of life trade-off, though, is generally something you see in black. Uh, but yeah, destroying creatures for, you know, for four mana in red is not something that you really ever see. Again, red is all about dealing damage to get rid of creatures, not just straight up destroying them with a spell. So this one was pretty weird to me. Um, Rhymescale Dragon is another one that stood out. This is a 5-5 a five, five dragon with flying that costs five red red. Now, obviously, dragons are pretty... Uh, pretty typical in red, but let's see what it does. It has pay two and a snow mana, tap target creature and put an ice counter on it. So, um, and yeah, for those of you that know, snow mana can basically be uh, paid with one mana from a snow permanent. Um, and creatures with ice counters on them don't untap during their controller's untap step. So this one is like a repeatable way to prevent creatures from untapping. And yeah, again, that comes into play, or that comes to play, that comes, comes to mind is blue. Blue is definitely what comes to mind when you're thinking about, okay, Tapping down creatures, not allowing them to untap, you know, that is definitely something that you see more so in blue. And yeah, this is a pretty powerful fact. I mean, be able to repeatedly say, okay, yeah, you attacked with that creature, that thing's not going to be untapping. You attack with that, that's not going to be untapping. I mean, obviously, you need a lot of mana to do so, but yeah, it, it's uh, it's definitely a weird kind of effect. I can see how they can justify it, you know, because, oh, this is a snow creature, you know, it's a snow dragon, you know, you've got snow mana in there, so you're going to be, you know, you know, tapping down creatures and, and they're like frozen and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, still, I mean, I still think it's a color pie break. Yes, you can just find that way, I guess, but I still find it to be a break. Uh, another break is going to come from an older card. So let me pull up the Oracle text in this one. On Zarin Ruins, it's an enchantment for two red red. When it enters the battlefield, you choose a creature type. Creatures of the chosen type don't untap during their controller's untap step. So again, kind of like Rhymescale Dragon, this is preventing creatures from untapping. Again, that's a very blue effect. You know, and this is probably not that all that useful of a card because, you know, it is creature type dependent. So, I mean, yes, you could shut down, you know, a couple of creatures at the table unless you're playing, you know, you know, one of your friends has a tribal deck that they love. You know, maybe it's a Gishath Dinosaurs deck and you're like, okay, let me just play this in my mono red deck. Uh, I named dinosaurs. Your dinosaurs are not untapping. So, yeah, that is something you could do with it. Again, this is definitely a blue effect in my opinion. You know, not allowing creatures to untap. That is typically something you don't see in red. Although, you know, I could be very wrong because the next card I'm going to bring up is Smoke, which is an enchantment that costs red, red. It says players cannot untap more than one creature during uh, their untap step. So basically, yeah, you can untap one creature and that's it. Now, you know, kind of like these Pelfort kind of effects you typically see in blue or white, 
Again, this is probably more so on the blue side because, you know, preventing things from untapping is what blue is about or what blue can do, I guess. Uh, and so, yeah, uh, these untap effects, I just named three in a row, essentially, that are all in red. So I could be very wrong on this not being part of red's color pie. But these cards just, I mean, typically, you know, for the for the modern era of magic, we haven't seen too many of those types of cards that, you know, red prevents untapping. Red is all about, you know, aggression and everyone attacking and whatnot. Not, you know, preventing people from untapping and kind of like a slow, more controlled approach. That's not really a red thing. Speaking of control, let's move on to my next one. And this, again, is an old spell. So let me uh, let me read the Oracle text on it. It's Artifact Blast. It costs, uh, it's an instant that costs a red. It says Counter Target Artifact Spell. So again, I mentioned before, red's got plenty of ways to deal with artifacts. You know, you've got a, a lot of spells in red that can, you know, destroy an artifact. It's, it's, it hates artifacts. Uh, but, you know, red doesn't really have any ways to counter spells for the most part. And yeah, just being able to straight up just counter an artifact spell is, is kind of weird, you know, to be able to see that in red. Obviously, you know, I feel like actually almost all the ones that I mentioned today, maybe all the ones that I mentioned today, have pretty much been blue. So, I mean, red is kind of like stealing from the blue side of the color pie, you know, and saying like, okay, yeah, I can do that too. Sure, I can do that too. I can tap creatures down. I can make them on tap. You know what? I can even counter spells. You know, obviously, this is a very, a very, you know, uh, focused spell. It, it can only, you know, counter artifacts. It's very specific. But it's still something weird to see, you know, in red. Just being able to counter any spell for red is just kind of strange. So, yeah. Um, the last one I'm going to bring up today is definitely more on the white side of the color pie, and that's going to be Fortune Thief. Fortune Fe Thief is a human rogue that is a 0-1. It costs 4 and a red. It says damage that reduce your life total less than 1 reduces it to 1, and it's got more for red, red. Uh, so basically, you know, you can kind of like, you know, um, secretly put this down, you know, as a morph. Okay, it's a, it's a morph. You know, you're going to be expecting that. Someone tries to kill you, you know, you flip it over for red, red, and you say, well, I'm down to one. So, I mean, I guess kind of playing life on the edge is kind of a red thing. But again, when it comes to like saving yourself from losing the game, you know, getting your life total or keeping your life total at one at least is definitely something that we more so see in, in white. I can see the justification for high risk, high reward play. Uh, you know, again, kind of living life on like a knife's edge kind of thing. Like, oh, I'm at one. Okay. Yeah. I, let's see if I can win from here. And that kind of surprise of, you know, flipping this over. But again, I think this is something you more so see in red. I believe there's another card, an older card that does this as well. Uh, so there is some precedence to it. Uh, but yeah, basically, this is more so a white card, in my opinion. But yeah, it seems like red, uh, you know, has taken a couple a couple of notes from other colors uh, with these with these cards. You know, they've been taking, you know, mostly blue, it seems like. Uh, but yeah, uh, in the comments below, let me know what your thoughts on these uh potential color pie breaks are i mean i i guess you know this is just my opinion on the cards that i think are breaking the color pie do you think that these break the color pie do you think that there are any that i mentioned that don't break the color pie are there any other red cards out there that you think really break the color pie that i probably should have mentioned so yeah let me know in the comments below i'd love to hear from you and as always thanks again and have a good one and make sure you're following us on social media for more updates and sneak peeks on future episodes Again, a huge thank you to my patrons who helped make this show possible. I truly couldn't do any of this without your support. If you want to support this channel directly, consider becoming a patron. There are many benefits to being a patron, including being able to vote on future commanders for deck tags. There are even tiers where you get your own personalized deck tag dedicated to you. You can check out all the Patreon tiers and rewards at patreon.com slash commandersquarters. If you haven't already, make sure that you like and subscribe to the channel. Here at the Commander's Quarters, we're all about budget commander. So while you're at it, go ahead and check out some of our other types of episodes. And with that, I'm out of here. Thanks again and have a good one.